The Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory, Glory to you, Lord. Jesus and his disciples went to Capernaum. And they went on the Sab- and when the Sabbath day came, he entered the synagogue and taught. They were astounded at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority, not as the scribes. Just then, there was in the synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked the spirit, saying, Be silent and come out of him. And the unclean spirit, convulsing him and crying with a loud voice, came out of the man. They were all amazed, and they kept, asking, they kept asking one another, What is this? A new teaching? With authority? He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. At once his fame began to spread throughout the surrounding region of Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. The first ever direct action I participated in was during seminary. And the target of this action was Takeda Pharmaceuticals, because their CEO was a a large donor to Bruce Rauner's governor campaign. And we wanted a meeting with Governor Rauner. And we realized early on that by going straight to the governor with our agenda, it was unlikely that we would get that meeting. So our power analysis revealed that if we could go to somebody who could influence the governor, we might be able to create tension with that person, and that person would then have the direct line to the governor to get us our meeting. So for us, the center of power that day was the lobby of Takeda Pharmaceutical Headquarters in Deerfield, Illinois. And we went there, and we disrupted business as usual, and we got the attention of the folks even at the top floors of the building. And after the action, you better believe that Governor Rauner got a call that day from the CEO of Takeda saying that some very loud and passionate people came by my office today and they would like a meeting with you. And it's usually at this point in the story that somebody would ask a question like, well, isn't there a better way to get a meeting with the governor? Can't you just make a phone call to his staff? And the short answer is no. Because it's not just about the meeting. It's about being heard and about getting an appropriate response. So the appropriate way was getting us nowhere. And so after too long of being ignored, we took the only action that we knew, direct action. This month, we also celebrated Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. He was a man who also knew the power of direct action and why it was necessary. He pretty much wrote the book on it, and in his iconic letter from a Birmingham jail, he writes, You may well ask, why direct action? Why sit-ins, marches, and so forth? Isn't negotiation a better path? You are quite right in calling for negotiation. Indeed, this is the very purpose of direct action. Nonviolent direct action seeks to create such a crisis and foster such a tension that a community which has constantly refused to negotiate is forced to confront the issue. It seeks to dramatize the issue that it can no longer be ignored. It's not just about getting attention, it's about not being ignored. 
And if we look back, we find many examples of direct action in the history of our world and even in the history of the Lutheran Church. I would say that the Reformation is one of those examples. And if we look even further back, there's somebody else too who understood the power and necessity of direct action. And that person is Jesus. Today's gospel, we have Jesus' first direct action. We have left the wilderness and the sea behind. And we've entered Capernaum. And it's no accident that we go straight to the center of power, the synagogue, and on the Sabbath day, no less. Biblical scholar Chad Myers says this, From the moment Jesus strides into a Capernaum synagogue, it becomes clear that Jesus' kingdom project is incompatible with the local public authorities and the social order they represent. A demon is imme- immediately demands that Jesus justify his attack upon the authority of the scribal establishment. Jesus vanquishes this challenge and commences his ministry of healing. He brings wholeness and liberation to the poor and receives hospitality from the socially outcasts with whom his solidarity lies. The risk of provoking official hostility does not deter Jesus from pressing his criticism of every social code that serves to institutionalize alienation. Myers here is encouraging us to not read this exorcism story as a literal miracle where we then have to try to demythologize the exorcism as a cure for epilepsy or a mental disorder. Rather, Myers encourages us to see that the power of this story is when we understand that the act in this exorcism is a symbolic act of the real social conflict that was occurring because of the neglected needs of people by the powerful and the establishment. Jesus disrupts that social order by asserting an alternative authority. So if we can understand this story as a symbolic act of social conflict, I wonder how this text of Jesus' example of direct action might lead us or invite us to consider what unclean spirits in our own society need exercising. What about the unclean spirits of, of homophobia, or racism, or sexism, or ableism? Where in our world can Jesus' story of his first direct action give us hope that the reign of God has already come near and continues to reveal to us the hope of an alternative reality of life and liberation that has already been graciously bestowed upon all people through Christ? In Deuteronomy today, we are told, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me among your own people. And we celebrate prophets. We celebrate prophets like Martin Luther King Jr. But maybe you too are that prophet being called and raised up. Following the example of Jesus Christ, who from his first direct action to his last direct action on the cross subverted all powers and authorities that seek to dominate and alienate. The direct action campaign that began in Capernaum continues. And you are a part of it. We are a part of it. The unclean spirits of of shame or guilt or powerlessness, they may try to convince us otherwise. But 
Jesus commands those unclean spirits to be silent. Jesus is raising up prophets, raising up your prophetic voice, your prophetic presence to carry on Jesus' direct action campaign of healing and wholeness. I think it's easy to stop this work when we get into it because we don't see instant results or the resistance we get from the world can be too much to bear. But as baptized children of God and people of the resurrection, we might die a thousand deaths on this journey, but we have faith that there is always life and liberation on the other side. I still from time to time lose hope that all this work that we do for the sake of the poor and the oppressed is pointless. And if you find yourself struggling with hope in the current context of our world or our country, struggling maybe because your New Year's resolution is at the point where it's failing now, struggling because the powers and principalities seem too much to overcome, remember that you have been raised up by God in a direct action campaign of healing and wholeness, started by Jesus in Capernaum and continued to the cross. This same Christ, who commands even unclean spirits and conquers death, has given us this gracious gift so that we can all experience life abundant. And I can still remember that day, that first day I ever walked into Takeda Pharmaceuticals in Deerfield, Illinois, my knees shaking as I walked, my voice trembling as I chanted, but I can also remember the presence of God among those people as we upheld one another. And I'm proud to be here in a community where we uphold one another as we participate in the Women's March, as we march in the Pride March, as we serve with the Crib Shelter or the South Loop Community Table, as we seek eco-justice in our church and in our world, in every act of justice and kindness and peace and truth and love, we are continuing on as prophets in Jesus' direct action campaign of healing.